This is the Becoming a Better Man podcast, where men come to get over themselves so they can get to the next level for their health, wealth, and relationships in ways we never thought possible before, doing it together as one. to another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Wright, physical therapist, fellow dude, figuring things out, making mistakes, going through crap, learning from it, applying it, trying to minimize the risk of reoccurrence. That's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. And that's what I want to talk with you guys about this week. And hopefully you'll see a trend over many, many weeks that especially for those of you guys going through tough breakups or the relationship is basically done to see it as more of a blessing than something to be scared of pissed off about insert whatever phrase accurately fits your experience right now. And here's why I say this. Most of the blessings in your life came as disguised problems. Think about it. Think about it. I've used this analogy before. Just used it a little bit ago on a call with a guy who was going through a similar situation as this topic this week. I know I've got an old episode. I think it was like episode 11. You're going to have to go back and fact check me on that. But from, from Breakups to Blessings was the title. And it talks about how oftentimes the best catalyst for your growth forward comes from all the crap that you go through in a tough breakup that forces you to ask yourself questions, to question your motives, to question your experiences, to question the direction that you're going, right? Because if it doesn't, if you're just going through it and going, screw her, she's crazy, yada, yada, then you're going to miss it. You're going to miss out on a big opportunity to grow. And the thing about it is being a blessing is that when you go through these things, you start to see things a little bit differently, right? And when you see things differently, that's when things change. Meaning, okay, I thought that it was always my partner's fault for the crap that I've been through for feeling uh, misunderstood or um, unappreciated or worthless or, you know, never good enough or always messing up. Maybe that's the case, right? Like, so let's not just say it's always six of one versus half a dozen the other. Sometimes it's both. Sometimes that could be some truth to it. Sometimes it's just a projection of somebody who is highly manipulative and projecting what they're doing onto you and accusing you of being that person when it's really them. But sometimes I think the best outcomes come from questioning going, wow, am I really doing that? Because in that process, you're actually going to grow. You're going to see things differently. You're going to start to look and go, huh, 
okay, is this a trend? Is this a common destination that I find myself at? And if so, how do I stop getting here over and over and over again? And then other times, you might have that realization. And then also on top of it, the caveat being, but they were also guilty of some really messed up crap that they were accusing me of doing. So it's not always accurate fully, but there is some truth to it. I've investigated it. I've seen where I needed to make improvements and I'm doing so. Win-win. You got rid of a toxic ex and you gain clarity, healing, growth, etc. Putting you on a better trajectory forward than dwelling on trying to linger in the sorrow of breakup and how can I get her back? Stuff that you'll find yourself in. I hope that makes sense. So I want to use this episode as a way to explain to you right now, if you're in that situation, you know, you're on the verge of a breakup, you've recently gone through one. And even if you know for a fact that you've identified what the problems are, what you should have done differently, what you should have said differently, all the things you wish you could go back and change, all the things that you know that if given another chance, you won't do, make the same mistake again. Know this. It's probably over for good anyway, and you're better off for it. Because it takes two to tango, brother. It's not just you. If they're done and they're emotionally checked out, and no matter what you do at this point, they can't see past what's been done, let them go. You're going to be happier. Let them go. And if you're listening to this right now and you're going, yeah, but Jason, this is a different situation. I know for a fact she still wants it. And, you know, she's begged me to do these things. Now I see it. I found your podcast. I've started to take the steps in the right direction. Like, what, for the last couple of weeks? For the last couple of months? Like, brother, you're in this for the long haul. If you're really wanting to change, if that's something that needs to be done. I think we all have room to grow. I think we all have blind spots that we choose not to see. I think we all have biases that we choose to favor and see the world through our own lens. Guilty as charged on all those things, each and every one of us. Don't apologize for it, but realize it and work on being more self-aware. But also make sure that you are not trying to bear the entire bunt of the burden on yourself. No one went to call a spade a spade and say, you know what? It just wasn't a good mix. We ultimately brought out the worst in each other or we didn't bring out the best in each other. And that there's not really anything I think at this point, if they're already done, they're threatening to leave, if they're saying it's over, then let them leave because there's nothing more unattractive than a man begging someone to stay. Like, do you think that's all of a sudden going to make you attractive to them? Do you think they're going to change their tone and think that the entire relationship is going to be different? 
No, it doesn't work that way. In fact, if, big if, big if, and I've gotten to this place where I'm no longer an advocate for trying to get back together and make stuff work. I don't think it works. I think it's for the best that it's over. I think it's best that you move on with your life alone in the short term so that that way you can be a better partner for a better partner (laughs) in the future. Because that's working out the way it's supposed to work out. You're exactly where you're supposed to be right now. Everything's happening for a reason. And that's not just like, oh, that's all fluffy theory crap. That It's true. None of the hardships that you've been through were in vain. They're all there for a reason. Just like all the blessings that have happened didn't happen in vain. They happened for a reason. Why? To better prepare you for today. Just like what you're going through today is going to be better preparation for tomorrow. You see the trend? How I'm describing it? So... Stop trying to think that this dying relationship is something that you desperately need in your life. You don't. Because here's the relationship that's the most important to you and that you're always going to have and it's never going to go away. No matter how much you try to ignore it, neglect it, distract yourself from it, it's a relationship with yourself. And if you've got a shitty relationship with yourself, then you're always going to be diving into these excitingly tragic relationships with other people who are also equally just as unaware, wounded and broken and guilty of inflicting significant pain upon you because they've refused to do their own shit. And that's going to be your cycle. Unless you choose to see it as an opportunity to grow. So let them go. Let them go so you can grow. Because your true test of being a a changed man, somebody who's grown through a painful experience, will be your consistency over time and what you tend to do in the event that hardship or the same pain repeats itself in the future with another relationship. Do you start dating somebody again and then totally lose yourself and all the things that you do for your own self-betterment? Because you're so afraid that if you don't give attention to this new person all the time, 24-7, that they're going to leave you? Then why are you so afraid of being left? Is it that fragile? Is it going to be that strong? Stop seeking out relationships that can only exist in perfect conditions. Right? What kind of golfer would you be? If you can only play in perfect conditions, you're not going to be a pro. You can't make a living that way. What type of employee or employer could you be if you only show up when the weather is perfect conditions? Where your coworkers are in perfect conditions, where the customers, the clients are in perfect conditions. You know how slim to none those odds are? (laughs) You're not ready. So knowing that there's going to be hardship, there's going to be challenges and failures and obstacles and frustrations, and you're doing stuff to prepare yourself against that, 
the more successful you're going to be. Why? Because you can be more consistent. And consistency always wins. Not picking and choosing, not playing when you want to play, not working when you want to work. It's consistency. So if you're consistently doing the work, preparing for all scenarios for yourself, then you're going to be better able to show up for these scenarios where you have to interact, open up to, listen to, and share even your vulnerable issues. And being vulnerable doesn't mean just like having verbal emotional diarrhea. Sometimes that just means sharing something that might be scary. Like, hey, like I, I really... I really like you and I appreciate you and I'm really thankful for you. For me, about three years ago, two years ago, sometimes even just sharing that would be scary as hell. Why? That's vulnerability. I'm putting myself out there at the risk and the expense of being disappointed and hurt because what if they don't respond properly? And what is properly? What kind of unrealistic expectations are you placing on other people? If you don't have enough value in yourself because you're so hyped up for this other person to need to validate you that if they don't respond just right, say the thing just the right way with the right inflection, with the right wording, they don't seem as equally excited about it as you'd hoped, then you're instantly pissed at them. Whether you want to face that or not, internal, external, however you show it, there's disappointment there. So if this relationship is on the rocks, fits on the outs. They seem like they're already checked out. Let them go. Start working on you. Let them go so you can grow. Stop trying to get them back. Start working on yourself. And if that's not attractive to them, that's going to be attractive to the next person when you're ready. Repeat that mental underline when you're ready. Not just moving on from one to the next, but when you're ready, really ready. Does that make sense? We'll do a quick pause right here, kind of recoup, and then we'll revisit a little bit more to sum it up at the end. Sound good? Cool. All right, so we're back. And we're talking about letting them go so you can grow. Stop being so afraid of it being over. That's easier said than done, but it's the truth. You're not valuable only because of having a relationship. Because here's the thing, if that's where you're at, okay, there's a good chance you've been miserable for a while too. And so are you really, I mean, ask yourself this, are you really so happy at the thought of having this other person who you're not truly happy with and the relationship's not really going well, they're clearly not happy, but you're just happy because they're still there. Is that really worth having? I mean, seriously, because here's what's going to be the, the issue that you're facing. Once they finally leave, you're gonna feel um, you're gonna feel a stress, right? Because growth is uncomfortable. 
but you're going to feel a big weight lifted. Why is that weight going to feel like it's lifted? Because you're no longer having to expend energy that is going to be fruitless, right? Walking on eggshells, trying to win them back, trying to impress them, show them how you're, you know, working on yourself now. You got all that energy back now. And what's that going to be good for? Like actually being able to enjoy the present, to see where you're at, to self-evaluate and go, okay, in what areas do I want to change things going forward? What are my non-negotiables? What are my must-haves? What are my fuck yeses? What does this other person need to look like? Not what do I not want, but what do I want? See the difference? A lot of you go into uh, meeting new people for the first time and you appreciate them more because of what they're not. You know, you're comparing to previous experiences versus what they are. And you can only make a true, you know, uh, what they are list. You know, what qualities must they have in order for me to feel good about wanting to, to pursue a dating relationship with them? Because you don't know what you like about yourself. You don't know what your good qualities are. Not the qualities that you expect other people to appreciate about you and hope that they appreciate about you, but the actual qualities that you enjoy about yourself, that you feel like are natural and are a gift you know, that you are able to provide to people who know you. You're not that aware of yourself. So how's anybody going to measure up to that? How are you going to be able to compare compatibility there? Do they have the same shared values, principles, and goals? And are they about what they say they're about? There's a lot of people, and especially women. People always want to think it's the men who are guilty of this. It's not always us. I think a lot of times that there are women who are just as skilled, if not better, at manipulation, into coercing you into believing that they are who they say they are, but in fact, nowhere near living proof of what they claim to be. Has that been your experience? Because now, you know, if you keep thinking that this last relationship is, you know, you're losing your soulmate and your best friend and all this kind of stuff, brother, would your soulmate and your best friend be putting you through hell? Right? Making you think that you're crazy because what they're doing and saying are totally different things. Not being able to rely on them to meet your needs and just always demanding that you meet theirs. Let them go so you can grow. I sound like a little Southern Baptist preacher. Got my coin phrases and things like that. 
That's pretty, that's pretty funny, right? Let them go so you can grow. Can I get an amen? <laughs> does that make sense? Like, does this make sense? Are you listening to this right now and you're thinking, well, that also sounds like a, well, what do they call it? Uh, not a call to action, but the kind of altar call, right? If you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, yes, that's exactly what I've been through, or that's where I'm at right now, and you don't want to feel this way anymore, then this is a sign that you need to heed this advice. Sit there and ask yourself these questions. Is it really them or is it the idea of them that I'm in love with? Am I attached to them? Or am I connected with them? There's a big difference. A connection is healthy and attachment is a lot less healthy if you're not aware of it. Let them go so you can grow. Because what happens when you get to this point, you start making concessions, right? Because what, what's going to make it drag out a few more weeks, hopefully, or months, or even years? Okay, now if I just abandon everything that I need to make them feel better about me, and I can kind of change into this person they need me to be, or they're asking me to be, then, and don't question them, and don't hold them accountable, and don't demand healthy, open, honest communication, then things can go just smoothly enough to where hopefully we don't fight all the time and we can stay together, and then I'll be happy. But are you happy? That's going to come to a head at some point and it's going to explode and it's going to be nasty. So you can either face this discomfort now or you can face some really bad pain in the future when it finally comes calling. I'm telling you now, you can get a massive jump start on that next phase of your life where you're feeling like you're a better man, you're going in the right direction. Your life is less stressful, more happy, more prob- or like less problematic, more optimistic. Then if you keep trying to drag out a dead relationship and trying to keep it on life support, let them go so you can grow. Right? Self-awareness. Hopefully that's helpful. Hopefully that's a message that some of you guys need to hear. This really has been a common theme lately. It's not one of those times where it's somebody, oh, I get to, I've been asked this question a lot lately and then really nobody's asked it. They just wanted to talk about it. Um, this actually has <laughs> been a common thread of guys who reached out to me. So I appreciate you guys for listening. And not only that, but I appreciate you guys feeling like I've... Uh, helped cultivate an environment where you truly can get some help if you seek it, right? Whether that's from me or another professional, 
whatever. If it's a community of other guys, fantastic. I think it's great. I think we need more of them, right? I'm trying to build it like an online space virtually as part of the, you know, 21 day becoming a better man breakthrough program. But, um, you know, maybe one of these days I'll get around and finally putting together that discord server, um, and having a chat going in there with multiple topics that we can all just kind of post in there and, and help each other out with, and I can help you out with. It just takes a lot of time, guys, and I, <laughs> I just have not been able to stay out ahead of it. But uh, I do want to to build that. So if you're listening to this and you're somebody that's trying to build something like that and you're just looking for inspiration, you're welcome. I'll send you an invoice. Um, no, I'm kidding. But um, but seriously, I think it's very well needed. And if you guys are looking to be a part of something like that, let me know. I mean, I'll get my ass in gear a lot quicker and I'll shift some things around on the to-do list. But um, just right now, it's it's been tough to to prioritize. But I do I do want to build that kind of community for you guys. Nonetheless, um, if you do want to be part of the existing community that's there, and you know, throw a hundred bucks at the twenty one day becoming a better man breakthrough course, take yourself through that daily, see where you come out the other side, or even throughout the process. Um, it's a it's a really cool thing, and seeing more guys go through it and have the same sort of Feedback, comments, um, experiences, revelations that they've had about themselves, changes they've been able to make and see in their life. Um, it's a really cool thing, and it's it's really humbling. And I'm I'm just honored, man. I'm like I'm just I'm seriously mind blown at how God's put me in these situations in my life to where I've had to face things and learn from them, and then for some reason give me some sort of outlet to be a voice to call it to attention to where other guys can can join in and take part in it and feel like, hey man, there's somebody else out there that's going through this shit too and I'm not crazy. Even though it's like, oh dude, you've got it all together. Like you're successful, you're doing this. Well, I mean success is a it's a relative term. You know, I'm nowhere near successful in my own eyes, but from where I've been, fuck yeah. So just know that guys, like no matter where you're at, top, bottom, middle, whatever, we're all the same. We're all going through the same shit. Just whether you're wanting to admit it or not. So anyway, guys, I appreciate each and every one of you. I seriously do. Thank you for the opportunity to serve you again this week by just sharing some tidbits into a microphone and hopefully it hits home. So anyway, guys, that being said, we'll tune in next week for another episode of the Becoming a Better Man podcast. Until then, reach out if you need anything. You got the email. You got the link in the description if you want to check out some of the programs and uh, figure out how we can work together. All right, guys. Until next week, see ya. So that's it for this episode of Becoming a Better Man. If you found this episode helpful or interesting, something that you could apply to your everyday life, Please post on your social media platforms what your takeaway was from this episode, as well as taking a screenshot with the tag, Becoming a Better Man, so that way we can help spread the word on Instagram and Facebook and help get more men aligned with their purpose, trying to become better every day for themselves, their communities, and their families.